This is episode number 196 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're a DIY or look at a heart, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad that you could join us for another live episode here in the Homeowner Show studios. How you doing, Kev? I'm pretty good. I got really uh, growly on that, though. I got really uh, into it on that one. A little grr in the intro. That was more than normal. I like it. You got to do it every week now, though. (laughs) Every week? Every week. I don't know if I can get it there every week. Make it happen, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Is that me? I think think it's this one over here. We got a little... uh, A little delay. A little extra action going on. (laughs) It's fine. Studio. It's totally fine. If it was the first time... It would it's, not. It's part. It's a show tradition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it happens so often where uh-huh. we forget to mute something. <laughs> it's like, oh man, come on yeah. now. What's we, we, so. there was no bumpity bumps. There wasn't. That's yeah. that's actually a, a step up for us. That's right. One ninety six. We <laughs> <you> finally <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> well, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I uh, I got to shave off my ridiculous excuse for the beard. Oh. Uh, yesterday. Wow. Um, I don't. It, I, I don't guess I saw it. Was it was it a week's worth? Is yeah, that pretty much. Okay. <laughs> After being on vacation, you're it like, was, I'm not shaving. It was my mountain beard. Okay. Yeah. And uh, your wife now will kiss you again, I assume. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> There's a grace period. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if anybody hates beards, she's the one. She's the one. Yeah, so which she, is fine. So she's this the one why, for me. Yeah, that's right. Because I can't grow one. No, that's that's actually the the reason that, that she's the only reason I grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Just to piss her off. Just to piss her off. I think it works. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. At least that's, I think that's why she hates me. I'm not real sure, but she I think She doesn't hate you. Okay. There's a difference between hate and despise. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riding the line. I'm riding the line here. <laughs> so what's going on with you, man? Dude, we just, we just got back from like a killer, like, well, so here's the thing. I love going on vacation. Yeah. But it really seems like the world went to hell while I was gone. Well, gas prices went up. Again. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like. Matthew McConaughey is trying to tell us what to do with guns. Yeah, well, that's weird. You know, um, what? Well, I mean, I was having to deal with unruly tenants at an apartment. That was that was weird. I can't even talk about is, it. Like, is it, um, is it is it over? No, oh, I have to go okay. wrap that up tomorrow. I was sending you the stream of consciousness from this psycho throughout the week. <laughs> so that I I'll tell you if I'm being real honest. I was both like pitying you and also laughing. That's fair. Because it was a bit ridiculous. But <laughs> my favorite was the one that I didn't get, but that you read to me. <laughs> that was, was my favorite. But anyway, yeah, yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, like, we, we probably need to do the show at least two more years before I can share the contents of that. I agree. Of that stream of just to, yeah, filth. Um, but anyway, so we, we had a fantastic trip to Arkansas. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I lived there for 10 years mm -hmm. and I, I'll tell you this as a Texan, we always believe that, uh, like for example, Arkansas is the armpit of Texas yeah, and Oklahoma sucks. That's the only reason it's still connected to Texas. (laughs) And, um, I mean, right. I mean, we have these, (laughs) these reasons why these other States suck, but I'll tell you what, like I lived there for 10 years. I absolutely love Arkansas. Yeah. It is a beautiful state. It's so, absolutely gorgeous. Just, just, just for reference. I mean, like right now, it's, you know, it's June. Yeah. Right. 
And today it was creeping up like like the heat index was like 108. Yep. Or something like it was it was, it was gro- ridiculous. It was gross outside today. Yep. When I was in Arkansas, when the temperatures were about the same as they are right now last week, at night it was like 58 degrees. That is absolutely unusual. So, here no, here let me let me let me back up for a second. It typically starts in June and mm. ends in September in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Here in Houston, it starts in May and ends in November. Right. So that's the, really the big difference. Arkansas, their summers are awful, and they're hot, and they're humid, just like it is here. Sure. But they last a lot less time. That's really great. But if, if it was 58 at night in the beginning of June... Now, to be, were, to be fair, we, we were up pretty high. Yeah, y'all were y'all were in, like, Greer's Ferry area, so y'all were in some mountainous Yeah, and Mountain areas. View and, yeah, and that Mountain kind of thing. Um, which, by the way, if you've never been to Mountain View, oh. it's like the folk music capital of the United States. It is unique. It's cool, man. Like, if you're, if you're into music at all, I mean, like, the street musicians are out on Friday and Saturday nights. Were y'all there? Did y'all go? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because y'all did it last Dude, time, right? my daughter got to sit in on one of the rounds oh, yeah. in the park. They typically let people if you want to. Oh, yeah. If you, if you uh, Well, and, like, she didn't have anything with her, but, like, somebody just handed her a guitar, and it's like, hey, we hear you singing. Can you play? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, of course I can. <laughs> so she jumped right in. I can't believe anyone heard your daughter singing. How is that possible? <laughs> we hear her on the show sometimes. Yeah, she, <laughs> she'll she'll come through the barn yeah. <laughs> just singing at the top of her lungs. And yeah. I'm like, babe, you got to remember on Thursday nights, like I know every other night, you can sing to the horses all you want. But and, like, <laughs> yeah, and she's like, Ted, I did tone it down. I did. I was, I was, I was singing at a four. Right. I was like, I know, babe, but you right. got to take it down to like a negative three. Right. And then, and then that's normal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. everybody else. So anyway, we we had a really great time, man. I went. I took my son trout fishing. Oh yeah. On um the little red. Yeah. Which is like, man, like here here's the thing that I think most people just don't realize is how beautiful the water is in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. That's the thing for me that just blows my mind every time I go is how beautiful the water is in Arkansas. It, are you? Do you realize that? The Arkansas lakes are some of the most clear lakes in all of America. I don't doubt it. People come from all over America to dive in Arkansas lakes, and they've they've sunk some things down in in there yeah. um, on purpose. But like they're they're super clear, so you can get all the way down to the bottom, and it's just like like it is near the top. Yeah, we. I mean, we were posting pictures. I mean, if you if you want to see them, you can go over to my Facebook. But I mean, people people were con commenting on my wife's pictures like what did you what like what filter did you use to make the water that blue and it's like there's no filter on these pictures right the water's just blue right and and some people were like well why and i was like well because it's coming it's literally coming out of the mountain about 150 yards from where we were standing yeah and and so it's just it's crystal clear yep the Um, the exception of that is the arkansas river (laughs) which comes from colorado Well, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Um, well, it, there's a there's, reason. There's nothing worse there's, than filthy hippie water. No. There's a reason. <laughs> that's true. There's a reason it was named the Arkansas because it was found in Arkansas. Uh-huh. And then they followed it and followed it. And they're like, this is actually from Colorado. But we already <laughs> named it. So we're going to leave it Arkansas. Is it called the Arkansas River it in Colorado? Ar- it is. Okay. 
I've never been to Colorado, so I don't know. There is a Colorado River. Well, I knew that. But it's different. Okay. Not the same river. <laughs> not the same river. <laughs> At the border, we change it. <laughs> not a different river altogether. I'm, I'm revealing how my lack of nautical internal land rivers. I don't think I've told you that I have, uh, I, I know someone who's about to go into college soon. Uh-huh. And she is, she wants to go into maritime archaeology. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, is that not amazing? That is have amazing. We've talked about that, haven't we? Is she going down to Texas A&M and we, Galveston? I haven't fully understand. She she is interested in A&M, and I I know that she needs to go down there. But anyway, it's just pretty amazing. I'd never heard of that. I was like, yeah. that's amazing. So yeah. anyway, we we have a really cool guest tonight in we the do. studio. Sure. Yeah, we got Amy Honeycutt. Here she is, right uh-huh. over here. Yep. Here she is. So, and we're gonna be we're gonna be talking all things home organization. Yeah, yeah. You, you got you got to scoot up to the microphone. People oh. people, people want to hear you. Gotcha. There you go. All right. So, <clears throat> super excited to have you on the show tonight. Thanks. Thank you for being here. I know it was kind of a last minute deal. I appreciate you uh, dropping in. So you're you're on my top friends list now. <laughs> <laughs> Which trust me, there's only four of them. That's so right. <laughs> hey, I'll take what I can get. That's right. <laughs> so uh, and and it's not just because we can like have a glass of bourbon together. Like which you know, yeah yeah. Sure. Cheers. Um, so talk talk to us a little bit about how you. Well, first, what what is the name of your business? Let everybody know. Yeah. So um, my name is Amy Honeycutt. I am the owner and organizer of a personal organizing by the name of Simplified Spaces here in Montgomery County area. Okay. And how did you even get started? Yeah. So um, to make a long story short, I left teaching after about 20 years. Uh And um, I am actually a double uh, business owner. I also do coaching as well. That took me out of the classroom and gave me the availability to do, you know, organizing, decluttering, helping families, helping people that um, I have been doing pretty much my whole life Mm. and really trying to help people do and wanted to make a little bit of money, but also pay for my gift a little bit and decided to go into business doing it about three years ago. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so no no uh, major epiphany, just. It's something I love doing, something I had been wanting to do for a long time, and yeah, I guess I just decided yeah. to just go for it and just take the chance on it, and it's been good so far. Yeah, and also, I'll tell everybody, like, so I've I've actually been in Amy's home, and, like, one of the things that, to me, makes a big difference is when when someone can actually live out what they're trying to help people do, yeah. that, that makes a big difference to mm-hmm. me. You know, and, and so, like, being in Amy's home, like, she lives out what she's trying to help people do. Like, her home is what I think most people wish that their home looked like <laughs> on a regular basis. Now, nice. granted, you came to the house, and I ran through the house and picked <laughs> up for the five minutes before you got there. Well, so here, five <laughs> minutes? Here, like, five <laughs> minutes? Here, here, here's the thing, is, like, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> I go into lots of people's homes yeah, on yeah. a daily basis. I know yeah. for a fact that you can't make your house look like what your house your house looks like in five minutes to where, you know, it, you can tell that someone has spent the time getting things in order so that it's their house doesn't, you know, overwhelm them. Yeah. I feel you like know? that was a shot across the bow, correct? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. It was deliberate. Okay. <laughs> I, will, I will absolutely take that. I mean, that... 
to me is it is a is a true compliment. I mean, honestly, you know, we it, and I know your husband, so it's a struggle. Right. <laughs> I call my husband the, the little <laughs> rabbit droplets. He walks in the door. Like, but That's funny. Um, well, like so, but like here's what here's what most people like. Your your husband is an outdoorsman. Yes. I mean, yeah. he is a hunter. He's an outdoorsman. He. I mean, I and I like I think him. I think most people's idea of who that person is would be like, oh my gosh, that guy, his house must be a disaster, be- because you know, like people people think about the kind of person that goes out in the woods and goes hunting as kind of a messy person. Yep. So, and I don't know that he, I don't think that he is, but I definitely think that he gets a lot of help from you. <laughs> Boy, does he. Boy, does he. More than he'd like. But no, uh, my husband is no slob by any means, or we uh-huh. clearly wouldn't be together. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, we both have multiple interests, but yeah, like I said, he loves to fish. He loves to hunt. He yeah. loves to golf. He loves, he's got all of these different things and, and they've got to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, or they just go all over the floor, you know? Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's a lot of people. We don't have kids running around the house. Kids are a big factor as well. For you sure. Know? Um, they make a big difference. But, you know, I learned a long time ago, I was a full-time worker, a full-time student, just a busy person in, in, in general. You know, I like to live life. I was in a running group and uh, church stuff and, and you name it. And so I was rarely home, but I was having to slice every hour of every day. I don't want to spend my whole life cleaning a house. I don't want to have to pick up all the time. I want to, you know, be able to clean up pretty quickly, make a big mess. You know, I love to cook, make a mess, cook, um, let him come in and make a mess and do whatever, but everything needs to have its place. Yeah. And that's, you know, COVID was a bit of a benefit because it gave everybody extra time to get in their house. Um, for me, that was a dream come true. <laughs> 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 I had extra time to do that. And we had just gotten married, blending our home together. And, and so, you know, uh, I kind of cheated on that a little bit because yeah. I had more time than I probably would have had COVID not happened. And we had been locked down right after you had more, married. you had more concentrated training <laughs> opportunities. Exactly. <laughs> that's true. Exactly. Uh, yeah. did, is that where that's supposed to go, dude? Like that's not where they're supposed to go. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know, you know, you're supposed no. to put that in. The, you know, no. right? I, we, we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> we talked, I thought. I and thought we before had a, that. I thought we had an understanding <laughs> when we got married. Yep. Like that was okay. Yep. Now and I and with all I do go out of my way to not be OCD um, with it. You know, I want him to be just as comfortable in our home as I want everybody to come in my home, relax, have a good time, not feel like there's plastic all over the furniture and you can't move and you can't breathe and you can't make a mess. Um, he probably wasn't happy the day that I got a label maker. I was very happy. And it wasn't because he didn't know where to put place things in place or I didn't. I just loved labeling everything. <laughs> <laughs> so the house is also quite labeled. That's but, awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it is our attic, you know, and, and it was a coach. I took on a whole lot of equipment from the lady that I bought the business from. Oh, okay. So our attic is it's also a, been a big project for both of us that we've had to work on where the hunting stuff goes. All of my, you know, play ball, all my coaching stuff goes. The Jeep stuff is in the, the Jeep stuff loves to go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it is. I have to work hard at that, and yeah. we have to go back at it. 
that's that's kind of the trick that's important. You can make systems and you can clean up and you can filter and live minimally, but life's going to come back in and it's going to come back at you. And if you don't come back at it every couple of months, he probably wants to strangle me every couple of months because I walk in and go, nope, this garage, it's, it's going back. We've got to go back at it. But yeah. yeah. You, well, you said something uh, a minute ago that uh, triggered a couple of things in my mind. One of them triggered. was... You were um, triggered. I was triggered. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was... Uh, I am well bet. <laughs> I was a little bit. Uh, one of them was uh, the Ray Barone reference with the uh, the plastic on the couches. Yeah. I had to, I had to just, <laughs> just made me think of that. Uh, but um, I got I got to tell you, like one of one of my favorite episodes yeah. is when they get that high powered vacuum cleaner, oh and she tries to go in and get dirt out of her couch and gets oh. nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Damn it. That's yeah, so funny. I love it. <laughs> uh, man, that's a great show. Um, but the the thing that you said was the the it was the OCD comment because yeah. I feel like most people they walk into someone's home that's like completely clean and, and they just assume OCD. Yep. Right? And it's like, well, but it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it, it actually shouldn't be. It should yeah. be that Everything has a place and everything is in its place for type yep. of thing, right? But, um, you know, true OCD is not like everything needs to be organized. Really, yeah. true OCD is way it's, more It's than a that. lot further. And, <laughs> yeah. and I do. I say that jokingly, but I say that respectfully. There are no. a lot of people that really, truly fight that. And, sure, and but I there's a misnomer people. out there that people yeah. that just need things clean and put I'm together. I'm a control and, freak and yeah, I need it. Exactly. And yeah, that's really not it, the case. I mean, like OCD looks more like germophobia than it, it really does, does like tidiness. Yep. True. You yep. know? So. Yeah, so stop. I'm just calling people out right now. Stop calling people OCD. They have their clean house. <laughs> yeah. That's all, yeah. that's all I'm doing. Good job. <laughs> Good. Sorry. Yeah. You're just, you're just trying to like project against your untidiness. Well, like I have a little bit of OCD in me uh-huh. and my son has a little bit of OCD in him. And it's very, you know, like undiagnosed, but I promise you it's there yeah. um, type of thing. And yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's nothing there's nothing wrong with anything like that. But I, I feel like people that organize well, it, there, there's so many things. Like, I've got a friend who he has a very large garage. It's basically a three-car garage. And um, he doesn't keep his cars in there because he's got so many other tools and things like that, but he has like a manuals for cars and all the kind of thing. But it, but literally if, if I were to say, Craig, go get the bungee cords, Mm -hmm. you could walk in his, in his garage and walk back out with the bungee cords in less than a minute. Yeah. Because they're labeled (laughs) and they are alphabetized and everything is in its place. I know someone with a shop like that. And and I walked in and went, I've never seen a <laughs> yeah, like, like a shop. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's really neat. actually quite refreshing in many, many ways because whenever it comes to that, there's never a time whenever you're like, "Now, where did I put that?" <laughs> you know, yeah. because that happens to everybody. It's okay. like you waste so much time. We do looking for the things that you. It was just right there, right? Yeah. Like, and nope, that was three days yeah. ago. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess some stuff. Oh, Tonight, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna learn some stuff about Craig All because right. um, I I have these tendencies, oh. but like I'm I'm actually I'm laid back enough to where like I don't have to do them, but like when they come on, like it's so 
um, the way the way this will manifest in our home uh, is my wife will come into the closet and she'll be like, oh, so this is what we're doing today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because what, what I will inevitably be doing is sorting my shirts by color. Well, of course. Interesting. You know, so that. like they have to like follow the, you know, the Roy G. Biv. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. And, and so like, I'll just be like, I've had it. Today's the day. I'm sorting the shirts. Good. And wow. so like they have to be, and that's, like once I once I get in that space, like I can't stop until I finish that. Well, I think there's a misnomer that, you know, it's just women that are like that. Mm. There's actually a lot of guys that they're not, you know, they don't have to have everything compulsively in its place. But uh. there's actually a lot of, I mean, my brothers were extreme. And a lot of it was our teacher, my grandmother, my mother. You know, they taught us to be that way. But I, I know sure. a lot of guys that, and husbands that, you know, they like things in place. And mm-hmm. they're actually the ones oh. that are better about it. And That's they're me. the ones that are cleaner or more you know, organized That's or, me. you know, it's, so it's, it's, I think it's a little bit above a myth, you know, that yeah, people think, well, it's sure. just a woman thing. That well, they and like, to be organized I know, I know for certain, like once I get done with that, my anxiety level Absolutely. drops. So here's the thing. Here's what makes you different from me in this point is uh-huh. my never get not in the right color scheme. Oh, they always <laughs> stay? Mine stay in the, and part of it now, now, Granted, part but, of it is because, but this is a negotiation my, that happens, right? Because, like, I could demand that they stay in the order, uh-huh. but they I'm won't. also not the one that does the laundry, right? So, and that's that's not to say that it's it's my wife's job. I do most of the cooking and and all these different. Like, we we have multiple different roles in our in our right. in our household, right? Um, but like, am I willing to lay down? the idea that my shirts need to look like that in order so that someone else can do my laundry. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, and so every once in a while it'll just, and like, it doesn't even bother me that she doesn't do it the way that I do it. It's just like, it's gotten to the point where it now bothers me. Yeah. I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And for that day, it's going to be good. And it'll probably last that way for a little bit longer. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And I think that, so my wife also does laundry, uh, just, the way that goes in our house as well. Um, but she's pretty good about putting it back in the right place. Uh-huh. But if she, if she doesn't, I find my, you know, shirts laying on the bed or whatever, I will put them back, but they have to go in the right place. Awesome. But I'll, here's the, here's the challenge to that. And I think this is where your business really, really plays into all of this is that they have to have had a place to begin with. And if they never had a place to begin with, then putting them in any type of order is not possible. And so I feel like I feel like home builders really do homeowners a disservice because they what they do is they they go in and they're like, We're gonna make this beautiful home, like the kitchen's gonna be this awesome place, the bathroom's gonna be this awesome place. And uh, by the way, in the closet, we're gonna put a shelf with a rod under it and good luck. Pantry. Exactly. Ginormous house. Yeah. (laughs) It happens all all the the time. time. All the time. Yeah. My house doesn't have a pantry. Well, it doesn't. How do you survive? I mean, how are you gonna get one up on that second and a half floor anyway? (laughs) I tell you, I've I've actually considered. So th- this will, this will blow your mind. I've actually considered downgrading to a smaller refrigerator. What? Yeah. That is it, well, okay, that could possibly work 
if you could put a refrigerator somewhere else. Oh, I've, I've got a second fridge. I have multiple refrigerators on this property. There like I'm not lacking for refrigeration. Okay. It's just like I could get more storage space in my kitchen if I used a smaller refrigerator. That like most of the space inside my refrigerator is not being utilized anyway. Sure. So I, and I could get like one of those cool retro looking ones. Oh, that would be awesome. Like tall, skinny ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So FYI, this this guy uh, Lucas Ferguson is saying his uh, his garage needs an overhaul, so you might have a client. I like it. There you well, go. He's he's, he's, he's actually you do garages. He's right? a buddy of mine. Yeah, so. oh, he's a buddy yeah. of mine. A buddy of yours? Yeah. Is he close by? Yeah, he lives over in Spring. He's actually really really close. Okay, okay. so yeah. Lucas hit up hook up with uh, Amy here, and she'll get your uh, garage organized. Yeah. There you go. Um, well, and I think you know. Remember too, you know, everybody says the word organize. You know, that's the fun secondary part. Mm-hmm. Um, the important part is the nitty gritty part, especially when you're talking about garages, closets, things like that. You know, you've got to get in there and kind of declutter. You've got to pull items out. You've got to let people see and be aware of how much they've bought, what they've repeat bought, things like that. You know, so, mm. you know, the repeat I, bought, re- that's repeat bought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happens a lot. Sure. In, it's because you can't find it. Exactly. I'm going to buy it again. Exactly. <laughs> and so, you know, everybody hears the word organizing and, you know, shows like Home Edit and things. They're really good about bringing awareness to the business. Okay. You, you mentioned that to me yeah. in the pre-show. Yeah. I don't know what that show is. So there's a couple of shows out there on Netflix that um, Michelle Kwan is one. I forget yep. the name of her show. She Remember, is, she's, the, she's the one that we talked about her. Like the, her, the her last first episode, show, yeah, she was like, she was like, you need to feel oh, yeah. your clothes. Does this bring you, you joy bring and you happiness? Joy. Yeah. yeah. There's a good base to that. Nobody has time to grab every single piece. You to be amazed at the amount of clothes that I've seen in those <laughs> closets. Nobody has time for that. It's a great theory. Yeah. Um, but I do love that she teaches kids at a young age so that you're growing young adults and adults that mm. are learning this just like my mother and my grandmother did mm-hmm. for us, you know? And so I, I love her home edit is also great. They follow a color pattern and things like that. The benefit to them is they, they bring a lot of awareness to our business. Um, and, and I, and I really like them, but they're, they're shows on Netflix and they are organizing, but mm-hmm. they are showing a lot of the end game. Um, and with celebrities, um, uh-huh. they're showing a lot of the end game and it looks so pretty and it's beautiful. But the question is, How'd are you, you going to call me in a week? Mm-hmm. And, um, that's not going to function for you for more than a week, you know? And yeah. so, yeah. you know, it's, they're great shows. They bring great awareness and they've got a lot of really good benefits to them. Yeah. Um, but Wait, and, yeah. and in reality, I mean, that's why we started this show yeah. because so many of those shows are so unrealistic yeah. Really as are. to like people, people love watching, and I get why because like oh, like you started off with this, you only had five thousand dollars, and yeah. you ended up with that, and that's amazing. Yeah. It's like well, like they had like a twenty thousand dollars show budget for that episode, but yeah. you know, like and, and so like we wanted to to do more of like the reality of like yeah. home ownership, and so like you're, yep. you're you're telling like like yeah, it's all pretty when there's like a beautiful celebrity saying like help me and, and like ten people helping out, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, but I mean, that's the that's the part that I do love about this job. This is a very wonderful and personal job. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I'm not big on going out and poaching people necessarily. It's something that I want you to be able to come to me when you're ready. Um, We are. I'm going into someone's home with their personal items. 
Um, and, and they've got to be ready to do some, some purging and some, some decluttering because you can organize all the stuff that's there. But if you have a mountain of stuff that you made look pretty and you basketed, you're going to be right back to where you were a week later yeah. and, and you did nothing expect, except put more money in my bank account, which you can do. Right. Uh, you know, but well, my and, job and is frustrate to help the you. person. Yeah. Right. And, I mean, and, because like they're just going to end up right back where they started. Yeah. So they're, they're really not, um, you're really not doing yourself a service and I'm not helping if we don't get to the declutter part, if you don't get to the, to the quote unquote editing and filtering mm-hmm. so that, you know, there's just so many levels to that, whether it's psychologically, you can see how much money you've put out so that you can see what you have. Um, COVID has been a really big and not even just that in the last five years of technology, it's really easy to push that button and go boop. Ooh, and it's here in a week. And, mm-hmm. and there's this, this mm-hmm. euphoria that happens. It's like a drug. It's a high. And it's become very easy. And so homes are filling up really fast. Yeah. And people have looked up the last couple of years and gone, oh, I got <laughs> now, <too much. laughs> oh now the mountain is here and now I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, we so. feel that way right now. Yep. Very much so because we just moved. Yeah. And when we moved, um, first of all, <clears throat> This is not normal, probably, but we downsized. That's good. No, <laughs> uh, we, we went from 2,400 square feet to 2,200 square feet. But the biggest significant difference is that we went from uh, two living areas to one living area. So that second living area was a playroom. Mm-hmm. So we had a, to- a crap ton of toys yeah. and furniture and some other things. And so we're, we're having to... To go now, all of your toys are going in your room, yeah. and so um, this is this is a challenge, and we have purged like like literally just it's one of those deals where it's like okay, how long have we gone without opening that box? Like right. there's probably nothing in there we need, you know, yeah. and just throw the thing away, you know. Yeah. We've and we've we've had to do that kind of thing. Uh, because we just don't have the same amount of space, uh-huh. and we don't have as much storage in this home as we did the other one as well. But we have bigger, like pantry. Our pantry's bigger, so yep. it, it's it's just one of those things where if you're just living in the same place for years and years and years, you finally go, okay, um, I have too much stuff. Yeah, and it's hard to to let go of those things. Can be, and it's hard to even know how much you actually have, you know? Yeah. So I guess one of the questions I've got for you is, okay, if I were to just say you could you could organize this part of the home for the rest of your life, what would that what would that be? What's your favorite organization thing, place like space in the home to organize? Um I would say kitchens. Okay. I, Why? And, and mostly because I'm a I'm a kitchen girl. I yeah. love my pantry and my kitchen because I love to cook. I love to I love to be in my kitchen. I love to cook. And when it all, when it flows and quote unquote feng shui's, um, <laughs> and you can walk in there and and I can, I know where everything's at and I can grab it and I can move fast and I can make a mess. Mm-hmm. But then I can clean it up really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love helping people that, you know, whether they're individuals or their families. It's kitchens are really one of those kind of things that people have stuff. It's in weird places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then when you finally help them not only edit some out, 
and give them some more room, but then you help them figure out the much more logical way and, and places to put things. Mm. And they walk in and go, oh. Oh, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> and then they can do the exact same thing and they can really enjoy being in that space. And Do you know why things are in that place that's a weird place? Do you know why? Why? It's because that's where they put it the first time. Exactly. <laughs> It's so like, that's where I just, bo- want, I just want it out of the way. I want it off the counter. That's yeah. right. That's the, so yeah. now that's where it goes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, why sad. do you have a bowl in your, in your silverware drawer? Oh my gosh. Like, why yeah. did you do that? Like, well, yeah. and it's what's really funny is my mother in law will, she'll come over and she's, she's wonderful about like, like cleaning up the kitchen. So she'll do the dishes and she'll, even put away things and ever she she apologizes all the time she's like you're gonna have to reorganize your kitchen whenever i leave because i don't know where things go <laughs> and she was like and, and literally i'll be like yeah. I'll, every once in a while i'll call her i'll be like hey um you remember that bowl we used where did you put that and and, and, and inevitably she's like i don't know you're gonna have to look <laughs> like you have to search because she she just puts things places oh it's, gosh. it's yeah. pretty hilarious i do laugh about it which is good because yeah. the alternative would just be Frustrating. It's not going to be anywhere high. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, the, oh, that's my problem. All <laughs> of our family, nothing <laughs> is high. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. Got to keep it at <laughs> eye level and you'll be good. Anything that yeah. we ever need is not something that's high. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I promise. Yeah. So. No, one of my, I did, um, I helped a family, a large family not long ago, and they had multiple kids. And we opened up the drawers and found the most random stuff like chocolates in with the uh-huh. glasses and I don't even I I took a picture of it because the mom and I were just laughing so <laughs> much because you could tell the kids were taking responsibility helping put things away, away. where they were supposed to go uh-huh. and clearly hiding things from their other siblings oh yeah like, so this this wasn't like a standard junk drawer no, this was the cabinets, like their daily use cabinets. I think there this were like was, Legos in there. It's a contraband. Yeah, I mean, it was. <laughs> yeah, they're like hilarious. I. Those are my Doritos, <laughs> and the reason they're my Doritos yeah. is because they're in the yeah. third cabinet from the left, where nobody <laughs> yeah. is ever gonna look. Oh, but it wasn't <laughs> but even me. food. It was literally, <laughs> I, I think, like Legos in and ch- it was so random. It was hilarious. That's funny. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. Really cute. <laughs> as long hey, as but know. the kids were helping. It's right. They were do, they're doing yeah. the best they could. They were doing. <laughs> yeah. So you like doing kitchens. Uh-huh. Um what I'm I'm just curious because we do we I mean we have we have all all sorts of people that listen to our show but yep. I do feel like one of the places that needs the most organization is the garage. Yeah. Garage it needs it really really bad. And yeah. and it's because not just because of the one you just walked through to get into the studio. Exactly. <laughs> no, but that's actually way better than it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, but here's the here's the deal. Like, for for many many people, the garage is simply another storage area. Yeah. It is not a place to store vehicles. Yeah. It is simply a place, which to is store weird for Texas. It yeah. is. I mean, like, yeah. like, do you not want to be like hot, hot when you get in your no, car? No, like I honestly we. We use our garage as a place to store vehicles, except for mine, which doesn't fit in a garage. Uh, but that's just because it's a beast. Um, <laughs> but um, it, like, we, we use it as a garage. But then, I mean, people use it from everything from this is where my lawnmower goes to this is where my tools go to this is where my toilet paper lives because yeah. I don't have another place to store it. So um, I, I, I think 
the the question I've got is, um, where do you like, where do you begin on on organizing things like that? Do, is it like, hey, you need shelving units, or you need pegboard, or you need what is kind of a how how do you walk us through that process so a little bit? That process is the exact same. As, as an organizer, whether you're dealing with a small space like a pantry, a small closet, you're dealing with a uh, whatever, whatever room you're going into, including a garage, you are going to, and, and a lot of garages, I've learned with garages to break them into two days at least. Mm-hmm. You're spending one day concentratedly going through, um, you know, and, and filtering things out, throwing trash away, what goes to donation, you know, you need to conceitedly make piles that are similar. Half the time, the batteries are in the garage. Mm. The batteries are in the bedroom. The batteries are in the kitchen. The batter- I mean, just even little things like that instead of having one place. And so you've got to go through and, and start at one end of a garage, one end of a space, and you've got to pull things out and work with your person to start filtering through, um, you know, minimizing some of that stuff. Like I said, the end game is where you get into doing an outline of pegboards and shelves. But you have no business getting that far until you've edited some of that. The other thing that I'm seeing a lot in garages and and in homes is the last couple of years have been so just uneasy. And so everybody's been preparing for the apocalypse. Yeah, There is so much. Sam's and Costco have loved the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean... They're gajillionaires at this point mm-hmm. because people have have bought so much. They've overflow. hoarded. They've hoarded. hoarded. Yeah, because they're like, well, if we get locked back down again, we're not. So that is a lot. Believe it or not, what's happening in garages? Mm-hmm. But but a lot of the time, it, it, it's no different in a garage than is any other space. It's just <coughs> more time consuming. You need to do it in cooler weather, but you're going to pull stuff out, and then you're going to make those categories, and then you start making an outline and a plan, you know, do you need to buy shelving units? Do you need to buy drawers? Do you make a peg thing? And it has to be, especially a garage, um, but anywhere in the house, it has to be tailored to a family. Mm. The best thing about this job is meeting so many different families with so many different interests. It's like you said, our household loves running and fishing and hunting and golf carts and you name it. Mm -hmm. We're an outdoorsy kind of, kind of crew. Not everybody's like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and some people, you know, they've got tons of kids bikes and tons of kids stuff. Um, you know, you've got dad who's a wood worker and some families, <laughs> they're like, my husband doesn't even know what a hammer is. He doesn't know what a <laughs> hammer is. He doesn't, know what a, he doesn't even know what a, a screwdriver is like. So you have to get to know your people. You have to get to know. I'm going to quiz Chris later, by the way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be multiple choice, multiple so he's got choice. a chance. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, He's got four options. Your people, get to know what they like, get them filtered, get them edited, and get them. Then you make an outline, and depending on what their family needs uniquely, then you come back in a second day and you kind of implement those. And it may take a third day. It really depends on. Every garage is different. Yeah. There's some I went into recently. She's like, I have so much stuff. I don't even know where to start. And I walk in and it looks like she's already pretty much filtered and organized it. And then I walk into some that are highly understated and I have to take a giant gulp because mm. 
okay, <laughs> I can okay, make that go. happen. But it's they can be overwhelming even to me. But mm-hmm. my dad's um, greatest phrase was eat the elephant one bite at a time with big things in life like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then so that's what a lot of what times what I tell my clients. They're so overwhelmed. The garage is the overflow. What they can't fit in the house makes its way out there. Mm-hmm. In addition to if they're a sporty family, if yeah. they're a hunter family, if they're, you know, all that stuff, it just gets shoved out in the garage. It's mm-hmm. the excess that they don't, the counters may be cleared in the kitchen, but the garage yeah. looks like a crazy town. You yeah, know? and that's tough, too, because, like, the especially where we live, mm-hmm. the garage is typically unair conditioned. Yeah. And yeah. so you wind up putting things out there, and then you're get damaged. You, and it gets damaged by the heat. Yeah. And I mean, heat will decimate. Yeah. Everything. Wow. I mean, it, you you know, you look back on it and you go like, if you really needed that, yeah, you probably didn't want it in your garage unless it's a yeah. tool or something that can handle that mm-hmm. that sort of heat. But like, you know, for example, we had um, some tennis rackets. In our the rackets are fine, but like the handles, I mean the the grips, yeah, those things great. are gone, man. Like yeah. I'm gonna have to completely regrip those things, and mm-hmm. it's fine. It's just you need to know that whenever you choose yeah. to put things like that in an unair conditioned space, like you're gonna, yeah. Well, I've um, learned so much about you in just like five seconds. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good that you own tennis rackets. I, well, and <laughs> I I own. I, let, let's be clear. I own a. I am. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I own it. a tennis racket uh-huh. and a couple of racquetball rackets. Okay. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I actually love racquetball. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Technologies. I don't know why. Is one I actually see in garages a lot. A lot technology. Of old, a lot of old used computers and things like that Ugh. end up in garages a lot. What's just the point? Just throw that thing they away. Just, they just melt out there. They do. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the worst things you can put in that kind yeah. of heat. Well, so we, we don't have a lot of easy electronic recycling places around here. That's for sure. Point. If you yeah. have a listener that can find me a place that I have been on the lookout for for a long time that recycles um, electronics, I'm on the lookout for it because it's a very big thing. That so people I, need I, help with. I recently had my eyes open to some of the, like, the recycling fraud that goes Fraud. on. No. Yes. Okay, let's talk about this because I have no idea what you're talking so, about. So, like, somebody was telling me that recently that they had, like, a, a garbage chute in, in their uh, apartment complex in Chicago. Okay. And that they tracked it down and, like, there was a recycling chute and a garbage chute. Mm-hmm. And they both went to the same place. Ah. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is, is, like, and I, I didn't know this, but, like, apparently if you have any food particles yeah. on recycling, it's unrecyclable. Oh yeah, so, so like you have to rinse everything completely. So like you get that old Papa John's pizza box that's made out of cardboard, and you I put it in the recycling that. bin. If it's got any cheese left on it, yeah. it's unusable, unrecyclable. Yeah. yeah, and so like there, there's so much about like what the are you re- supposed to do with it? it exactly. That's the thing. I want to. I want everyone be. puts it in the recycling bin, even though it's got like old crusty cheese on it. But they get it there and they sort it and they can't recycle it. 
even though it's giving you the feeling of being like a good citizen, like I'm recycling, so I'm, no I'm sorting my trash. So a po- let's just be clear here. Uh-huh. A pizza box has, box has never been recycled. Pretty much. Ever. Pretty Not much. one. Now, you'll get the pizza box that said it's made from recycled materials, uh, but it's not from previous pizza boxes. No, that's coming from like <laughs> half price boxes. Something. Yeah, something it's else. It's Amazon is where it's coming from. Yeah, no doubt. So anyway, we, we so did did you want to get to Lucas's question? Sure, ask it. Uh, okay, so his question is, what is the best way? I, I, Here's to, what he's asking. Like, okay, in your business, um, how how do you get more business? Like, do you do you advertise a certain way? Do you how, ask how are you getting most of your new clients? Yeah. I think is what he's asking. Yeah. Um, most of my new clients. So I advertise quite a bit on social media. Um, I personally have been pretty lucky about, you know, working for Interfaith for years and getting to know families. It's also um, at a point where I've been in business for three years. And not to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at what I do. Sure. Right. And so, you to know, to be in business been, for three years, you'd have to be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and so, you know, I, a lot of it comes from, you know, satisfied customers that, you know, talk to other. I, I deal a lot with, I guess my niche, I love helping individuals, but my niche is families. Mm. Okay. And it probably stems from being a teacher and getting to know so many families over the years as it is. Yeah. Um, but helping really busy moms and things like that that are just, a lot of the times they're just as good as I am at, at, at handling that. But they've had multiple kids and now they're so busy they need an extra set of hands. But um, it, when it comes to new clientele, part of it is social media. You know, it is Facebook advertising. It is, you know, neighborhood pages. It is, you know, getting out there. But I've also done things like I've gone out to Deacon Baldy's and done a thing where I just like to meet the community and, and gone out and, and done a vendor's night and met some people in the community or I've done this. Um, there's just a variety of ways to, to, to get out there and do it. I don't, like I said, I will put my information out there, but I'm not looking to, I don't, I'm not a sales pressure kind of person. And, sure. And, and this is a very personal job. This is something that for, you know, some people it's like, the rest of my house is fine, but my pantry, I just can't figure it out. But for the majority of people, mm-hmm. they're really struggling with, you know, whether they have ADD, ADHD, like me a little bit, you know, and, and they're just, they're treading water with it. And they've tried this and they've tried that and they've read all the organizing books that they can find and they're not working <laughs> or, or whatever, you know, and so. Well, because there's a big difference in going to the container store, yeah. which is a great place, and being like, look, I'm going to organize my house. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But until you do what the other thing, you've talked about it the entire podcast here, which is. You got to do the hard part. You have to do the hard part, which is you have to declutter. Mm-hmm. You have to know how do I use my space before I actually try to organize my space. Yeah. And what are the things that are important to me and what are the things that are less important to me? Like exactly. you need someone to actually walk in who is unattached, who yep. is not emotional about this. Yep. To be able to say, all right, Craig, like, do you actually need that? Mm-hmm. Like, do you use that often? And and legitimately, whenever Craig says, yes, I use that every day. Okay, great. We're keeping that. And we're yeah. putting it front and center. Where it's like, no, you know what? I didn't use that since last year. Okay, well, do you really need it? Yeah, I really kind of need it. Okay, well, it, it's, 
Like yes. you need someone who can yeah. do that with you. And a lot of times for most people, that mediator. is mediator. Yeah. That, yeah. that mediator is necessary. Yeah. I mean, and it really is. They just, a lot of times they really just need that extra set of hands. Some people need help making those decisions. Some people don't really need help making the decisions. They just need an extra set of hands mm-hmm. and literally that scheduled time. Because if they don't schedule that time or some people are so good, we all have our, our different assets and things that we're good at. I'm good at this. I'm good at kids. I am terrible at accounting. Mm. So I leave that to an accountant. It's mm-hmm. the same kind of effect, you know? And so, you know, you've got people that are great, like doctors and, and stuff like that. They're wonderful at that. But inside their home, they really struggle with, well, it, what I think is a common sense, logical place to put a battery, to put batteries, to put this, but they're, they're like, I literally don't know what to do with it. You know, it's, it, it's, it's, they need that extra help. They need that extra push. They need that extra set of eyes or just a different kind of, of head place. And it, and it is, it's, that's why it's such a personal job. I work one-on-one with people for hours, helping them edit their stuff. And the goal Mm. is not to come in. I like to, like you said, you've been through my house. I like to live as minimally as possible, but make a mess. I don't want to make my life or my husband's life or family that just came in and visited. I don't want it to where we can't comfortably live our house and and we can't make a mess in the whole nine yards. And I want the same thing for, you know, my families, but, um, I lost my train of thought on that. (laughs) I was, I was thinking, but, um, no, I mean like, I, I I think, I think what you're talking about is, is that it, it, it really alleviates a lot of the stress that comes with like, where, where is that cup? Where, where is that thing? And like, if you have less things, it's Mm -hmm. easier to find the thing that you need in, in that moment in time. And when there's, you know, there's a difference between looking through a hundred things versus looking through five things, you know? And and so like, if I have five things to, to sort through, like it's not as yeah. stressful to go. I, I can look at five things, mm-hmm. but if I if you tell me I have to look at a hundred things to find the one thing that I need, mm-hmm. like it's it's gonna stress me out, and I'm just not gonna do it. Yeah. And, and so like that's gonna get pushed off and 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 just and and procrastinated, yep. and then cause more stress and anxiety and further on down the line, and that's just gonna snowball. Whereas with the five things, like I can sort through five things. Yeah. Well, so the thought process with that is like, like she said, that, that was my train of thought. I don't want to minimalize you so much to the point where, you know, you can't enjoy being in your house and going back to, you know, Michelle's hold everything. And does it Mm. bring you great joy? It's, you want to live with the things that do bring you joy, that do bring you memories, that do serve a really good purpose Mm -hmm. if they don't accomplish those things they don't need to be there Mm -hmm. if they are not serving a purpose inside your home they don't need to be there and they can be a gift and a blessing to someone else sometimes it's just literally trash you're holding on like my mom used to be the maybe someday i'll do it i'm like yeah "Hmm." yeah my my wife is my wife was asking me about this just the other day she was like we have a ton of mugs Oh, mugs are... <laughs> and she was like, yeah. 
And she was like, why do we have all these mugs? I was like, well, first of all, uh, Craig made fun of me just this morning for drinking chocolate milk instead of drinking <laughs> coffee. I was drinking Dr. Pepper, y'all. But I don't drink coffee. I just don't drink coffee. I never have. And it's not, I mean, I, The insult still I landed. Will. Yeah, it did. Oh, the insult was there. It was fine because I, I don't care what people think about me in most yeah. cases anyway. But, like... I. I, it's just not one of those things that's, that's super important to me. I really prefer cold drinks. I do more hot drinks anyway. So, like, I'm actually really happy that that stuck with you through the whole day. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> um, but, like, it doesn't matter to me because I don't, I just don't need that kind of thing. But the problem, here's the problem with mugs, is many, many mugs that people own, they bought or were given Yep. And there's a reason they have it. Yeah, they are and so, like, for instance, I've it's, got it's a It's tied mug. to a memory or it's tied yeah. to a person or it's tied or to a place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, a, it was a souvenir. I bought it at Disney World. It's got Mickey's face on it, right? Whatever. Like, I've got a mug that Kimberly was like, do you really want this one? It says Honorary Archie on it. Okay, so. <laughs> honorary what? Archie. What is that? From Arkansas. Is that what they call people from uh, there? No, there are Kansans is what they call them, but it says honorary Archie on the on the uh, mug. Mm-hmm. But it was given to me by, by my friend Amanda, Yeah, and it was right after we moved to Arkansas, and everybody's, like, trying. People, here's the thing. Yeah, that needs to be, now, like, so. in your, like, title <laughs> on the show. Honorary Archie. Honorary Archie. <laughs> it's, it's Kevin a, Hackett. It's a lower third, right? That's, right. <laughs> That's who I am. But, like, the thing is, like, people from Arkansas, if you move from Texas, they try to draw that Texas out of you, which really it's is... never going to happen. It doesn't happen. It really, they don't understand Texas. that this is a, a losing battle. But either way, that's one of those mugs that I'm like, I can't get rid of that. Like, <laughs> I've got to have it. Like, it's really, really important to there, me. There's I, something I, about throwing that away that's going to just, like, like, break you. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like, like, you're going to have to accidentally drop it. So that it breaks for me to go. Just give it to my sister-in-law. So. Five minutes, man. It'll be done. Right? It'll be done. That's right. That's funny. Or you just gave your wife an idea. So yeah. <laughs> it's an idea that's be. doable because, but it's one of those things. It's yeah. like you have 14,000 mugs and you need two yeah. or whatever. Right. And honestly, yeah. who uses mugs? We have Yetis these days. Like, why are you using well, mugs? This is an issue that you just don't understand because you're not a coffee drinker. Yeah, a coffee I know. Drinker. Yeah, you can't you can't speak into this issue. Yeah. Okay, but but the, I only can because I have all of them and I don't use them. That's <laughs> yeah. why I this, can speak into the, it. This should inform you because like people who actually use them want a lot of them. Sure, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that was an emotional break for me because as a as a teacher, yeah, I mean you get a yeah you lot get of that's a gift, a right? Yeah. Like when I was downsizing and moving from my own place into moving over the roommate, and even when I did it again and moved in with Chris after we got married, it was they do they hold it a personal something. thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, if someone asked me to get rid of my Golden Girls coffee mug, nope, I will hurt you. Not like happening. It's never happening. So yep. you know, but it is mugs are a weird one. They're they, a weird one to get rid of. But, but you have three cabinets full of them. Can, and and can you have to. Well, the thing is, you can't put them in a box, <laughs> even though you're not using them. They have you to have go to in the cabinet. Them. You have to oh, the, oh, I, I feel like we rotate. need to address okay. the yeah. elephant in the room. Why is the Golden Girls such a popular thing? <laughs> oh like my gosh. now, like why them. is it so popular now? Now it's today, always like I know, I, I I get it. Betty White just passed away. She was brilliant. Like 
hilarious woman. But like, why is that show so popular? It like, never still stopped being popular. Yes, I'm Diet asking the question. Like like, me, why do you stopped. you watch it now? Yeah, I yeah. will watch old episodes. How do you watch it? <laughs> Just. Uh, there, you've Isn't got, it like a like nine millimeter film or something? Like what? <laughs> what is? You've got. You know, well, we you've had got a person this around. morning, a friend of I ours, who was it. like, I, "I wake up every morning to watch Leave, Leave it, it to Beaver." Beaver. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> it's like why and where are you watching this? Yes, oh, where? Like, is it? It's not on Nick at Night anymore. No, like, that's not even a thing. No, no. Like not even like there's like fifty percent of the population in America that's not even going to get that reference. Exactly. Leave it to what? Like, do you seriously watch it now? I watch episodes when they pop up. But yeah, like I, how do they pop I've, up? Are you, do you have a cable or something? They have FUBU. They stream FUBU. on FUBU, which is like live TV. What is FUBU? I thought that was a clothing brand. FUBU. FUBU? Wasn't that a baggy shirts or something? Yeah, wasn't it like a clothing brand? my husband. It's a streaming thing. Is it really? Yeah. What is it? Like, how do you get that? like YouTube TV or something? No, it's a live stream. Someone needs to. Someone needs to explain to us. Old timers. I have no idea what's happening right is. now. But I mean, you can go. We're out of the mainstream, Kevin. I'm 41 <laughs> years old, y'all. I'm freaking old. I only know because my husband downloaded the app. But yeah, it's like a live TV thing. But I mean, you Are can you watch it like on your TV. On Netflix, you can watch it. I don't go in and watch yeah. episodes like constantly anymore. Yeah. But if they pop up, but I let, watch let me ask. Them let me ask time. you this because this will be telling. How many seasons of Golden Girls was there? Oh. That I can't give you an answer. You don't know? I okay, don't good. Know Thank, the you. Thank you. Thank you. She just redeemed herself. Because <laughs> I don't know either, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, like at least four or five. <laughs> I'm going fourteen, and I'm just gonna leave it There's there. There's no way it was fourteen. No, it was probably six. That. Yeah, you think so? I think so. We need to know. Somebody needs I to like Google this. It. Yeah, I can Google it, but I don't want to. You don't want to? <laughs> I've got my computer right. literally find right in out. front of me. <laughs> y'all, y'all keep talking. I'm, I'm gonna do some. That. Do some actual research that matters. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyways, organizing. Organizing. Back wow. to the real good stuff. <laughs> I could talk about those goals. I love those goals. Wow. Okay, so I'm what is... Okay, too. so we're on the topic now. What yeah. are the things that you find people cannot get rid of? Like Seven, just, by the way. Seven. I was so close. <laughs> I was so <laughs> close. <laughs> Yo, I was... I said six, and I he said that's way five. too many. You said how many? Four or five. Four or five. Okay. Yeah. I'm we the, close. the closest without going over. We're all a little wrong. <laughs> okay. We're all a little wrong. Well, dead gummit, I guess I'm so. I'm never wrong. So what are, what is what is the thing that you find people just cannot let go of? Um oh wow. You know, most people are I mean, obviously photographs, family mementos. Mugs are a little bit of a tough one. Um, you know, kids' clothing, kids' memorabilia, which is great, and I try and mm. find a good medium for people, especially with multiple kids, making memory boxes. Yeah, because um, so it's all the artwork. Down. It's all yeah. the things from first, second, third, fourth, fifth, the sixth grade. First baby outfits, right. you know, things like, especially baby clothing. Yep. And so to kind of solve that, we can make memory boxes for all the kids. And get a decent size so that, you know, you co- you keep the ones that are really, really important. You know, the mm-hmm. first outfit they came home from, the hospital in, etc. You know, you don't need to keep every single piece of artwork. So you can make those memory boxes and keep the important stuff. I'd say that's probably the biggest thing because okay. it's so, you know, memory tied. You know, that's something they don't want to 
to part with or to filter, but they know it's, it's pretty vital because it takes over. Mugs are a big one. Clothing, believe it or not, mm. clothing, um, even in my own closet, you know, I had clothing that I finally about six to eight months ago, I had clothes from like 10 years ago. Because dead gummit, you're going to fit back in that clothes. Women especially. It's, that's our theory. No, I think it's men too. Every, think? I think I for me, I got jeans and I'm never fitting in again. Yeah. I promise. Maybe. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on a tangent here for a second. Bring it because I'm kind of pissed at Wrangler right now. Oh, <laughs> well they do. Well, so they got no more five hundred ones. No, they got plenty of whatever they okay. whatever it is that they make. <laughs> let me let me tell you this. I so Wrangler makes their cowboy cut jeans, which are great. Yeah, like I've been wearing them my whole life. So and then they came out with the retro brand, uh-huh. which is like sixty dollars a pair what? or something like that now, right? I have Wranglers that were my dad's mm-hmm. from 1974. Oh, wow. Which are still intact. Yeah. I wear them to work on my property. They're faded as all get out, mm-hmm. but n- okay. like they're still, the stitches are still there. I've bought some of these Wranglers that from the retro line that are supposed to be like the way that they used to make them mm-hmm. that lasted three months. What? And the belt loops ripped really? or they got a hole in them or something. And like, let me tell you, like I've got like five pairs from the seventies mm. that are still holding in there. You yeah. I think actually they actually write the company about that. That'd like, be an interesting, I have my dad's old jeans compared yeah. to like, I would, That'd be an interesting, right? And so, just like, see what they'd say. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what the deal is, but like, I mean, like, I know that there's like a style implement in there, like they're trying to make the jeans look like something so that people will buy them. But they weren't built the same. They're way. not built the same. The way. old ones had steel woven in through them. Something, right? <laughs> something. Yeah. I mean, like, it, like, it probably didn't hurt that like my dad used to put so much starch in them; he could mm-hmm. stand them oh. up in the corner. Yeah, but like, true. you know, that that probably didn't hurt. Hurt, right? But <laughs> like, did you know that? Um, Levi's used to have a deal to where if you if you put a hole uh-huh. in Levi jeans, yeah, I think it was Levi. It was either Levi or Lee, one of the two ones. I'm getting I'm getting them. Mixed I hope it's up. not Lee because those were ugly. No, no, they were. But here, but here's the thing: <laughs> whichever one it was, they had a deal where if you put if you got holes in them, return them. Crazy. They give you a new pair. New pair? Yep. Yeah. And so my... I my, need that with these Wranglers. because where like were uh, they made? Speaking of need... Yeah, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of need, that's where the holes came. The knee? The knee. Yeah. <laughs> Every <Yeah>. time. <laughs> I like it. Like, the, 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 my most recent one is, like, my, my issue is the belt loops. Uh, they just they just fall off. Yeah, and my problem was, was poor quality jeans always got holes, like, in the corner of the pockets in the back. That's true, too. That was awful. Yep. And I'm like, well, now you can see my underwear. I can't wear my fancy <laughs> underwear anymore. That's right. Like, just oh, because that one had a taco on it, you can see underwear. it. <laughs> can't wear my taco underwear anymore. That was not for you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the problem is, people, here's the, okay. You want to talk about tangents. Okay, here's a quick tangent. I, I went on one. So. so the worst part about having a hole in your clothing yep. is that people always, they don't just point it out. They poke it out. <laughs> they do. They're like, hey, you know, get a hole right there. And I'm like, that's where my taco is. <laughs> Thank you. I don't really that's, need you. That's someone that's never been punched in the mouth. Exactly. Yeah. But it happens <laughs> all the time. 
those are the same people that think it's really awesome to like, oh, you don't have any hair. Let me rub your head. I'm like, no, thank oh. you. I'm out. Stop. You don't have it. to. Don't touch me. Yeah. Exactly. I know what that means. You're keeping your clothes too long and you need my help. That's right. <laughs> you need to, that's probably you true. throw some stuff yeah. out. My problem is like, especially with t-shirts, <laughs> I don't get me started on t-shirts because like t-shirts, and I think that's probably got to be sentimental too especially because, guys, yeah. yeah, so like I, doing the job that I do, um, I have t-shirts from years and years and years of things that I can't let go of. And they will eventually become uh, t-shirt quilts because it's really the only way to really preserve them, make them something that's worth something to me. Um, but the other thing is, like, I, I thrive on funny t-shirts. and I'm very particular about what's funny and what's not funny. Yeah. Uh, like, today I'm wearing my Accordion Hero shirt um, just because I think it's kind of funny. And I don't care if you think it's funny or not, but I do. And so, like, it's good. I, it's good you. that somebody thinks it's funny. Yeah, me. Um, so <laughs> I'm fine with it. But like the, the the thing is, I think that that there's a lot of stuff like that that for guys are. I mean, yeah. I don't buy new clothes. Yeah, I I really don't because why? Why yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm gonna. I I do care about what I wear, but it's mostly that I care about that I like it and it fits well and it's comfortable, and so I I don't buy clothes that often i just want to keep the ones i have the yeah. problem is i do acquire more mm-hmm. and so inevitably inevitably i acquire yeah. more and so then it just stacks and stacks and stacks and yeah. i've literally got boxes and boxes of t-shirts hmm. that i don't wear purposefully because i don't want to wear them out like they're 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 in they're they're special to me they tell yeah. people how old you are no. Uh, well, <laughs> I already told people how old I am on this show. I'm 41, and well, so are you. So, <laughs> and I've been that way longer. It's true. Um, let, let me circle back around to something because I we were we were talking about kids before, and I think I think kids are one of the one of the one of the things that people use as a, a hang up to stay organized. Mm-hmm. How and and we we like we struggle this with this in our family. Like, how do you help kids get rid of, like, old toys or, or things like that? Mm. I mean, that, that's got to be, I'm like, I, I can imagine you being hired just to be the bad guy. Yep. To get I'm rid fine. of that Stretch Armstrong toy yep. that oh. his arms are broke off of and they just don't want to let go of. Yep. Like, how, how do you manage that? You know, I think that's that's why dealing with families and kids is more my niche niche than a lot of I love that word um, by the niche, way niche. that's going to be a new one yeah niche, niche. it's like niche. moxie it's one of my yeah. favorite words um it, it's yeah. it's honestly more it's less obnoxious than the way that people flip back and forth between oh. niche oh <laughs> I hate that <laughs> I love it I'm, no I don't so anyway, sorry. Go go ahead. Anyways, I'm ADD, and then you distract me, and then I'm like, ah. anyways, how do I say it? <laughs> no, I'm confused. Um, no, that, that's where you know that's kind of one of those little things that I excel well in because I'm so used to dealing with kids. Sure. But the main thing I think I learned that from my mom. My mom was a nurse, and she was so wonderful. She was a med surge nurse. And always had us volunteering and always ran into families that were, you know, low income or anything like that. And, you know, 
that's probably part of where my start came from, kind of filtering things naturally as a kid, was, you know, she said every year or so, go through your stuff. And, and, and everybody should do that with your kids, you know, before Christmas time. Go mm-hmm. through and make conscious effort with your kids and say, what do we have in this room? We know more things are going to come in. What do we have in this room that we can pass along? You've outgrown um, from age to size clothes to anything. What can we pass along to other people um, so that they can really be gifted? And then getting them involved in the process. You know, there's a lot of um, parents that think, well, I just, I'm going to do everything for my kids doesn't benefit them in any aspect yeah because if you if you go through and like secretly purge your kids stuff eventually they're gonna come back and be like where's you know that well and and you broke if you do that i have a lot of people that actually ask that to happen and i will physically tell them no you you are breaking a trust line with your child when you do that yeah um you know my family that happened with my mother and and that broke her trust but most importantly you just don't want to do that you would never want someone to come in as an adult and do that to your stuff. You, you, you'd be mad at your spouse if they came in and did that. It's the same thing with kids just because they're little. Um, but you have to put it in a way that they make the decision. You can't tell them to get rid of it. You can't, you know, coerce them. I mean, you can maybe bribe them, but what does that get you at the end of the day? You know, it's like a lot of decisions in life. You've got to you know, I go in and yeah, I'm happy to be the bad guy. But at the end of the day, I usually don't have to be the bad guy with kids. Yeah. I bring in a couple of boxes and say, here's our trash. Here's our donate. Here's what you can keep. They label it and I go, let's work together. You know, let's go through piece by piece. And I want you to look at it. Have Is this something that you've played with for a while? Is this something that you absolutely stuffed animals you want to talk mugs as an attachment yeah. stuffed animals except they can't be recycled they can't be really that, thrown away that they animal isn't given. even stuffed anymore yeah like <laughs> so you know they want to especially girls they want to keep those oh, yeah. kind of things oh, yeah. but most kids i have found when i work with them it's literally if you give them that thought process going in hey you're not really using it somebody else can and that puts them in a good position in a lot of ways. And it's just a good a good thing to teach them in general. Because, I mean, that, you know, that's, that's a good spiritual position to put a kid in. It really into. is, you know. For long term. Yeah. And that's that's one of the greatest gifts my mother probably ever, ever taught me was that. Mm. So that's kind of how I approach it with kids. And there are some things that, you know, you may have to kind of put your foot down or as a parent, you know. Just say, look, you know, at this point, it's got to go. If yeah. you want to upgrade to something different, uh, an older bed set or something like that, it needs to go. Yeah. Um, well, here, here's a question I have for you, and I, I think I know the answer, but I want I want to hear from your perspective. When it when it comes to kids' things, who tends to be more attached, the kid or the parent? The parent. That's what I thought. The parent. It, it, I mean, it really depends. Like, if it's a girl and stuffed animals, the kid. Um, but for the most part, it can be the parents a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but it does help to bring someone like me in because it's like the homework argument. Yeah. You know, I'm the the mediator, the buffer. <laughs> Kids always <laughs> gonna work easier with me than they are gonna for sure. work with you. I yeah. mean, it's just a done deal. And so when I put it kind of in in that aspect, and and it's an aspect of of praise. You know, how wonderful that you did that. 
and and it's kind of my thought process with that as well is just like helping adults. A lot of people are like, well, can't you just come in and do it all for me? Well, no. I didn't make this mess in the first place. <laughs> right. A, I'm not unwinding it all for you. It didn't you. get this way overnight. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not unwinding it all. And and it's B, it's your personal possessions. It's the same thing with kids, you know, you've got to you've got to give them those tools to learn. Or parents are like, well, just go clean up your room and put things away. You didn't give them whether they're young and they need pictures or a spot. They don't know where to put it. You know, you just tell them to go clean up their room, you know? Mm-hmm. So you've just got to give kids the tools. And I learned a long time ago as a teacher, they really do like getting involved. They like yeah. taking responsibility. And when you praise them um, for it, when you don't give them rewards necessarily of if you do this, we're going to go get this. You know, praise them just in general. You know, like great with, job. like yeah, the, that was good. Yeah, well done. Well done. The, you know? That that actually goes further for most people, yeah. not just kids, but for most people, that that affirmation is way better than a gift. Yeah, and then make them be involved in the process of you know taking that to a to the church to take it to a children's center or taking it to a you know interfaith donation. Taking, get them involved in the process. Don't do it for them. And that's, that's really a big deal for kids, you know, and that's setting the groundwork for a lifetime of doing things like that. And you're not yeah. only teaching them the cleaning <laughs> aspect, plenty of whiskey. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, I had a hiccup there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you're teaching them the cleaning, the responsibility for their own stuff and you're teaching them the aspect of giving and passing things forward. And then, you know, I always really work with kids when I do. I've actually done a couple of kiddos that I've helped in the last couple of months. And by the time I leave there, I really explain to them that, okay, you've done an awesome job today. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pass this forward and we're going to give it to kids that can use it as well. But remember, the things that you have left here, you did, You made a conscious decision that these were very important to you. Yeah. If they are very important, that means you're going to take care of them. We've now given you a place to, to keep them. We've now given you um, a, a less things to work around. Now it's your job to be responsible for these. If they end up on the floor, that's, that's, that's your problem. You did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also tell the parents, if it continues to be an issue, you ought to pull what my parents did. And I got warned about three or four times. If I keep coming in here and this room looks like a dump zone, you're not going to have anything in this room left. Yeah. Mm. And they took me up on it one day. Mm. I came home and had an empty room. Wow. And I learned my lesson very quickly about a week after not having anything in mm. my room, except my bed and necessities. And so... So let me ask you this, and I, I apologize because it is it is very broad and, and generalized, but in in your experience, how old are kids where they can sort of grasp that concept? They don't really have to be that. You know, I've worked with kids anywhere from three to four years old mm-hmm. all the way up to teen. You yeah. know, they don't have to be that old. You know, kids learn love and giving and things like that and they really do learn responsibility if you teach them and give them those tools you know the aspect of not teaching kids in life anymore to make their life easier it just it's not doing 
any service to them. It really, and, and so or, like, or really just like passing, passing the responsibility onto somebody else to teach yeah. them that. And, uh, well, I, mean, I, I, and I think there's a lot of parents that do that. that, that yeah. like, 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 well, this is, this is, this is not my responsibility. This is what they're supposed to be learning from public education or, yep. you know, from their friends or whatever. Like it's, it's not my responsibility to teach them. It's like, no, like, this is, you are, you are leading your child yep. exactly down the path that they are going. And unless you intervene, it's not going to change. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't, granted, I have not had kids yet, but I would think that like a two-year-old probably can't grasp this, no, right? A, a you two-year-old know? can't yeah. grasp that, but they can start, you know, kind of helping you do little, little things. You know, if the, the show with Michelle Kwan, you know, she teaches kids at a young age already how to do that. People think just in, in, as a teacher for years, I've worked with kids from infant all the way to teenagers. I was mm-hmm. a taught teacher for many years. People think that just because they're little, they don't grasp a lot of concepts. Mm-hmm. They can be extremely manipulative <laughs> or smart or anything else, and they've only been on the earth two or three years, so don't yeah. underestimate them. You absolutely can start those seeds of you know, pictures or whatever, or just give them a really broad basket or whatever. Oh, let's go pick up. Let's go put it in that basket at night before well, they're, bed. And they're mimicking yeah. at that age. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, oh, by the way, yeah. the, that mm-hmm. manipulative kid is the one who is mimicking what they see. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if, you, if you're like, Same man, my kid is untidy. really manipulative, well, maybe you should be less manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just like, a little bit in all. Guess what? You just learned yeah. something about yourself. <laughs> it's exactly right. But, like, yeah. the same is true about organization. Like, yeah. it, it, I think it's, it's, it's a lot of things. Yeah, it's like, look, you are expected to put that away. You are expected to put that where it is supposed to go. Like, that is just a, when, when you teach a kid that from an age of two or three, then that's just the way they learn to well, do things. Someday they are going to be someone's roommate, mm-hmm. someone's husband or wife. Mm-hmm. They are going to maybe have to take care of themselves on their own. Like, nobody's going to come do it for them. And so, what are you doing yeah. teaching, you know, to, to not do anything for themselves? And it, and it happens a lot, you know, but it doesn't have to be that way. You know, that's, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that they need to be taught, and it's a thing that they need to learn. And they really are eager to learn it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are eager to implement those things. You just... Have to give them the right tools. Have to be age appropriate tools. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go in and 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 when I say systems and functioning and and when you talk about mimicking, tidying, mm-hmm. just the amount of of adults that just throw things on the floor. Mm-hmm. I love my husband. If he's watching, I love my husband. <laughs> <laughs> he is very good sometimes. There's, it there's, just, there's a butt coming. Right? No, there's a butt. <laughs> Um, literally, you know, the belt goes right in front of the belt hook. The shirt goes right in front of the laundry. And he's not alone in that. That's sometimes just a guy thing or it's yeah. just a, mm-hmm. it's just a, it's a people thing. And so kids are going to pick up on that, yep. you know, yeah. but give yep. them pictures, give them broad range things. You have to make it age appropriate and then you have to hold them to that, whether yep. it's reward jars or there's so many ways to do it. And you have to do it with them. them. Yeah. I, I, yep. you, you mentioned this um, earlier, and it's like one of those deals where it's like, look, you, 
you can't just tell someone, go clean that. No. If they don't know what that means. No. If they don't know what that looks like. So no. it's really good. I will tell you this, though. We just hit low power mode. So oh. we probably need to move things along Because <laughs> 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 if we don't, we will uh, lose some just... lose some juice. What is, we've, we're almost at an hour and a half. Wow. Yeah. Can you believe that? I can't. I, I love. I could talk about the subject for hours. No, I, I think you're right. I mean, we, we could talk about this for hours for yeah. sure. Yeah. And like, there, I think there's all kinds of stuff that that people would be interested Absolutely. to hear about. So, but we probably need to. We need to move along, and that's not because it's not valuable because it really is. But yeah. pe- honestly, it's been almost an hour and a half, and and people are waiting <laughs> for the final four. The final four. <laughs> the final four questions we ask. Each and every one of our guests, and so we're very, very excited to throw these your way. Come. Are you ready? No. All right. <laughs> she's it's not ready, late. but she's going <laughs> to do late. it anyway. Just well, you can't not be ready. You have to be ready. If it and helps, Kevin asks all the questions. That's because Craig doesn't remember them. So <laughs> I like it. here we go. All right. What's the must-have tool you won't leave your house without? You know what? The... I just had an, a, a really great thought process on this. Mm. And you're going to laugh at me because it's not a physical thing. Okay. Common sense. Oh. Common sense. Interesting. Well, she went all philosophical I on us. I did go philosophical on you. You know, it's, I call myself um, a bit of a MacGyver. Mm. And um, probably comes from working with kids for a whole lot of years. Mm. That'll, know, that'll do it. Most of my adult life. Um, it's a very rare occasion that you can't throw me in a situation and um, I can't MacGyver my way out of it uh, using a purse or anything that's around me. I mean, anything that's around me. I would say common sense. It's dying art. and um, <laughs> That's so true. Super true. She just, wow. just indicted like 50% Sorry. of the country. That's right. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, just common sense. Just using your head and thinking and, you know, there's 10,000 ways to skin a cat in every single situation and you really just got to use your brain. Oh, all of them are useful. Sorry, I would would implore everyone to use Amy's advice and just use your brain. Use your brain. (laughs) Use your brain. Act like you got one. That's that's the way to do that. Big one these days. All right. Second question. What's a job you walked away from? Um. In this particular job, I've never walked away from a job um when it comes to organizing i haven't walked away from kids um like i said you know at the end of the day there have been some extremely overwhelming jobs Mm -hmm. um but i'm there to help somebody and i signed up for that job i can't just walk away i'm a big kid i'm a business owner and i suck it up there's there's been a couple that have been a bit overwhelming that i've needed to take a pause on Mm -hmm. but you don't walk away you know, your word is your bond, no. and you stick with it, and uh, there's no such thing as walking away. I did walk away from, years ago, being a hostess, because it was just not my thing. I think everyone walks away from that eventually. Uh, a hostess? Yeah. Like at a restaurant? Yeah, as a teenager, but yeah. that was just a kid job. What, res- <laughs> what Is it a restaurant we know? It was Clear Springs in San Antonio, so Clear Springs. maybe not. It's what, an old what, school restaurant yeah, what kind in of, San Antonio. What kind of restaurant? It's like a seafood. It was just a really... Well, eventually everyone's got to walk away from seafood. Right? Seafood yeah. slash Because you need a little beef in country, your life. Just right, country, just <laughs> country food, chicken. It was just a good old country 
type place. It was a good place. Anyway, sounds delicious. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a. It was really neat and well established in the area, but it just it wasn't my thing. I was on my feet, and, and people, you know. You walked into the pantry and were like, "I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> this place is a wreck. That's I right. can't take it. Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna move along. What is Number three here, the, yeah. the question is, how do you wind down at the end of a long day? Okay. Um, I don't easily know how to do that. My brain is on 24-7 because it's ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to call it. If I do need to wind down, I uh, find my little friends called whiskey. Mm. <laughs> um, or, you know, I just find some calm music. I love yeah. all kinds of music. Mm. Um, I love some good you know, just classical music to wind down or uh, read a book or yeah. let's be real. It's an audible book. Sure. Okay. But, sure. Um, have, have you read yeah. a good one recently? Oh gosh, I have, but I don't remember the name of it. It was last year. Um, other ones have been kind of running ones or I just haven't had a bunch of time to do that lately. Yeah. Um, so you're on the, you're on the FUBU. I'm on so the is there, is there a go-to show? Sometimes. Maybe yeah. not on FUBU, Obviously but like. Obviously Golden. No, um, <laughs> I don't honestly, I, I don't watch a whole lot of TV. If there's a go-to, we've been watching SEAL Team. Okay. Um, I am a super documentary nerd mm. oh. or a super weird. Um, today, my weird show was, um, gosh, what was it called? It was about sisters, extreme sisters, um, identical twin sisters. And they oh. do everything, just a plethora of identical twin sisters that do it it was amazing if it's crazy i will watch it <laughs> um i love those kind of shows history shows medical shows um i do love a good pimple popper show mm. i gotta tell you Chris there's out. there's something about it. that yeah it's interesting yeah it's popular like how did it be get how to get that bank okay so that's why if you're, if you're if you're in, if you're in if you're into documentaries yeah do you know who matt walsh is don't he's no. he's with the daily wire really it's like ben shapiro kind of stuff mm-hmm. so he just dropped a documentary called what is a woman oh oh have you have you heard of this no but so i might need to check it out like it's interesting mm-hmm. like he interviews like a lot of like gender studies professors and things mm-hmm. like that uh around the whole like gender studies thing Interesting. Uh, it's it's bizarre I'm a PBS nerd, and I love everything Ken Burns. My favorite oh, oh, is the yeah. history of baseball. Oh, now we're the... You're my favorite new person. Hang on. Hang on. Do you all hear? I hear her singing. She's, She's singing. <laughs> oh, She's in the girl. barn. She has entered the building, y'all. Yes, oh. yes it's <laughs> happened. But yeah. My, my fa- I was going to ask you if you've seen baseball. Oh, oh it's yep. so good. Like it's my amazing. My favorite part of that whole documentary... Is when he's talking about Ty Cobb. Oh, I have a that, picture of Ty uh, Cobb in really? my garage that I got from an organizing job. And she's like, I don't know where we got this. I don't even want it. Do you want it? And I was like, Yeah. Dude, so, you're just giving it okay, away. Okay, so everyone, oh, yeah. everyone that listens to the show knows how much <laughs> I don't care about professional sports. Yeah. But mm. I learned so much about professional baseball by going to Hot Springs oh, last week. Yeah. That's true. Really? Yes. Like, apparently, it used to be like where. 
everyone came to do their spring training games. Yep, it was. It was like the Florida of yep. baseball. Mm-hmm. And like, that's where Babe Ruth came. Yep. Like Everyone came there. And it was because they could come soak in the hot springs, but yep. also because they could come gamble. Yep. Um, all the things. <laughs> yeah. and, and so like, eventually that was the reason they ended up shutting it down. The gambling. Was the gambling. Like too many baseball players were like losing their shirts, yep. gambling in hot springs at the bathhouses. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Yeah. Anyway. I love yeah. all things baseball. I also where Bill Clinton's from. Oh, man. I mean, it's just a yeah, coincidence, nobody, but like, you, you know. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. Well, you and I are now. Moving on. Moving on. Good friends just because of baseball. I love it. I I'm, love baseball. Yeah, speaking of hoarding things, things that I, sh- I I've got over 25,000 baseball cards, so. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, but, but I'm keeping them all. So. You <laughs> your son's too. not getting them until you die. And That's he's all. We've he's, yeah. talked, we've he is planning about, your murder. Yeah, we've talked about this. <laughs> Yeah, my I don't know if I've have we said this on the show before? Like where like, he's asked, like yeah, my son, my I don't son want you say, to die, yeah, but I exactly, really want those baseball cards. That's exactly what he said. Awesome. Yeah, he's like Aww. he's like, Daddy, I don't really want you to die, but I do want your baseball cards. <laughs> and you told me you couldn't have them until oh, you die. What you need so. to tell him is like, look, look, dude, Maddie's firstborn. Yeah, right? <laughs> she couldn't care less. Like she never eat anything that he serves you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so true. I so love true. It. All right, we got a. We're at six percent, y'all. All right, let's do it. Let's wrap it up. All right, last question. Okay. What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice that you've ever received? Um, you know, I think I stated it earlier. My father was really good about. You know, when you have those moments in life when you're kind of stressing and things are overwhelming and you think, oh my gosh, how am I going to handle this? I mean, we all face it in life. And, you know, it's both of my parents are gone at this point, which is just, it's just a fact. And so, you know, getting the wisdom that I have from them, the greatest piece of advice that he ever gave me is what I said earlier. It was, you know, eat the elephant one bite at a time. You know, when things are overwhelming from, you know, any kind of situation in life is just to step back and take a deep breath and, and just come at it in any way that you possibly can to begin with. Just get started. Just, you know, start handling it and just take it slowly one piece at a time. And, you know, I have followed that advice my entire life in a million different situations um, and it has really served me well. Mm. And, you know, the other one is from my mother, you know, is just live, you know, don't, don't let life hold you back. It's not easy to do, but to, you know, to live, we get one time around this, the sun live and love and help and give and pay forward. And that's really what I hope to do with this business. You know, making money is great, but if I'm not paying it forward and if I'm not helping people with my gift, you know, because I know what a blessing it can be for help of anxiety, help of that busy mom that is overwhelmed with things or anything else. There's a myriad and a million different, there's not one area in life where organizing and things doesn't help individuals and families. And so help, love, give, pay it forward. And, and those are, those are the best words of wisdom from my parents. Yeah, That's good. Good stuff. I love it. Well, Here's the deal. deal. So um, there's actually another question. 
one more question. I feel like I'm nailing it. Like I was you're, nervous. You're, you're but doing I'm good. Nailing it. No, so you're doing. You're doing really good. This one, spring. I don't know. You're only as good as your last answer. Yes. <laughs> oh, challenge wow. accepted. That was, that was good. Challenge. Accepted. That was good. So uh, Craig's the only one that asked, asked this question. It's the only one that he remembers. So it's he's true. going to ask this question. Here we go. Come. If people want to find you, how do they get a hold of you? Okay, um, you can get a hold of me via Facebook um, at Simplified Spaces by Amy. You can email me, uh, simplifiedspaces at yahoo.com. You can Instagram. I don't use it very much. I uh-huh. am kind of old school and Instagram very much. Um, but it's there. It's there. Um, simplified SB or Simplified Spaces BA. So they make you abbreviate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly Facebook. Just kind of reach out. Or if you see this episode, you know, I don't pass out my phone number. This is a very personal thing, but there's a whole lot of, of sites. If you see me out there on business sites, Facebook sites, etc., I do have a website. It's way too much to pronounce right now, and it's attached <laughs> to like milkshake something. Um, <laughs> I think it brings will, the boys in the yard. Bring, That's what uh, I milkshake think. brings all the customers to the yard. Um, yeah, but there's there's multiple ways to get a hold of me, and I really would love to hear from everybody. Cool. You know? Yeah, and uh, we'll probably put some information out, and you know, I brought a, a sign that I'll probably hold up in some of our pictures, and you nice. can kind of see that too. So, yeah, yeah, cool. We'll link all that up. Yes, we will. Yep. Well, cool. Well, Reach listen, to, it's been a great episode. I, I, I thoroughly appreciate the time and and, and really the insight because there's a lot to this. I think so many people get mm-hmm. bogged down, and they they things get overwhelming to them, and so yep. just this idea of like, how do we how do we regain some of our sanity sometimes yeah. is really, really helpful. And and it goes really to something deeper that Craig and I really, really believe in, which is um, to, to just, you know, in, enjoy your family, love your family well, yeah. you know, spend time with with what you've been given Absolutely. in life and all those sorts of things. And, and, man, sometimes it's hard if you don't really take control of the things you have and things you don't even know you have, yeah. um, that kind of thing. So, Anyway, thank you very, very much. You're welcome. Uh, it's been Thanks a pleasure. for having me. It Absolutely. has been a pleasure. Great. Well, uh, for those of you listening, thanks for uh, hanging out with us and spending time with us. It's been uh, fantastic. So uh, we're here each and every Tuesday. And uh, if you haven't already, go on Facebook and like our page and uh, give us all the ratings and reviews. iTunes, leave us a rating review. That would be great. Um, so thanks for being with us. Until next time, we'll see you later. See ya. Bye.